Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome back to Youth and the Youthful. I'm your host, VP. And I'm Mommy. Mommy. Yeah. Have you heard about everything that's happening with Kanye West and Kim Kardashian? Oh, gosh. Are we back to that again? <laughs> no. What? Something else is happening? Didn't we talk about them before? Um, I mentioned, I was like, did you know that she was dating she's somebody? She's dating Pete Davidson. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And Kanye is trying to get her back. Oh, and gosh. Okay, he's we- telling the whole world and posting it on Instagram. It's crazy. It's sad. Yeah, it is very sad. Everyone is saying that. It's pretty sad, so... Okay. Okay. Are we done with that? Yes. Yes. Something. Oh, what I can we just talk about this really quickly before we get into the podcast? The whole wordle thing. So I I don't know if I read the article correctly. I think maybe because they're switching over one website to the next Mm -hmm. that today only there's going to be two separate um, words. But um, I don't think it's going to be permanent. So... Okay, well, just a little background. I, most people know Wordle was a game that was created by someone during the pandemic. And primarily it was to keep his sanity because he wasn't going out and seeing people. And it's really, really good. It's exciting. It's a, it's a blank um, page, if you will, of five-letter words. And you have to figure out what the word is. <laughs> and there's no clues. There's no hints. Yeah, you so just there, have to... So there's a word you have to figure out. You have six guesses. It's a keyboard, and you have the six guesses with the five boxes for each letter. And then you have to guess. Could you no? Because the way you explained it, you said no, I there's just, a I blank love, page of words. Well, it's a blank page, and you have to figure out the word. Is I think what I said. In <laughs> any case, it has been a, something that's been fun to do, and um, people have been posting their their sharing how long it took them to get the word, and some words are really difficult. And I thought today with the article, with there being two different words, if I shared how long it took me. To complete the 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 challenge, and you shared, and we don't have the same word. It, it defeats the purpose. It defeats the purpose, mm-hmm. and, and the sharing was the part of it. Mm-hmm. And I love word games. So anyway, now that um, he sold it to New York Times, mm-hmm. Pixie, hey Pixie, and I are looking to see if the words are more difficult now that uh, New York Times is doing it, and. Um, also how long it's going to stay free because it's supposed to be free forever. forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but we doubt that that's going to happen. So anyway, I just wanted to talk about that a little bit because the the idea of having sep- each person having a different word, depending on how you pull up your um, you sign into the thingy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I can't. <laughs> it, it was just very discouraging. So anyway. <laughs> So we wanted to talk about black history. We wanted to do a little snippet on the spotlighting um, someone who has contributed to black history. And then it will actually go into what we want to talk about for our podcast today. And I'd like to thank Amazi for providing a topic. Shout out Amazi. Amazi. <laughs> um, because we've been requesting. Sometimes we, we listen and it's like we were pretty much repeating the same things. So if you want to hear about something specific, if you want to talk about something please send in your um, requests yes so please like share subscribe comment all of the above on social media we're on facebook we're on instagram you can email us um of course you can text us and everything like that but doing it online getting all the analytics and everything really really helps so you can 
post a comment on Facebook anywhere. Um, we sent out invites this week for you guys to like the Facebook page. So and thank you, you to those that have there. done that. Thank yes. you. Thank you guys. You can mes- message us there um, as well as Instagram. So please do everything virtually as well as personally to us. Okay, so our spotlight for today that will lead us into our podcast for the day is Garrett Morgan. Garrett Morgan was an African-American inventor known for inventing the three-way traffic signal. He was born on March 4th, 1874 in Paris, Kentucky. He also enjoyed experimenting with new ideas. One day while driving through Cleveland, he saw a car collide with a horse and carriage. The accident inspired him to invent a signal for managing traffic at intersections. On November 23, 1923, he was awarded a patent for inventing three-way traffic signal. So thank you, Garrett Morgan, for providing that uh, way of safety on the road. Mm -hmm. And it actually then leads us into the blackout. So I experienced uh, the blackout of 1977. And it went on for two days, I believe it was, um, from, I think, July. Hold on, let me find it. So, yeah, so I experienced the blackout of 1977, and it was on July 13th and 14th. And it affected uh, most neighborhoods in, in the city, in mm-hmm. New York City, with exception to, I believe, some areas of Southern Queens and the Rockaways, because they were part of the Long Island Um, lighting company Mm -hmm. for their lights Um, unlike other blackouts that affected the region namely the northeast blackout of 1965 and 2003 the 1977 blackout was confined to New York City and its immediate surrounding areas the blackout also resulted in citywide looting (laughs) other criminal activities arson unlike the blackouts in 65 and 2003 um, I remember that day very vividly. It's very funny. We were living in the Bronx mm-hmm. um, on Sherman Avenue, which is off the Grand Concourse. Um, and Aunt Cindy was doing her hair. Mm-hmm. She was she had just washed it and was blow drying her hair. Mm. So she washed it. She was blow drying it. And then the lights went out. Mm-hmm. So we were like, oh, Cindy, man, you blew. She, we thought she blew a, a fuse. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, we realized quickly realized that it was everywhere so people were outside people had flashlights you know what was going on and it was july in 77 it was hot mm-hmm. so um i remember you know us laughing about the fact that she thought that she caused it mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we were going around trying to find candles and flashlights what time was it it was in the evening. Mm. It was in like the evening. four p.m. Like the sun's about to set, or um, like two. I well, think evening it was, is. It was in the evening, probably like around five or six. Yeah, because it was already. So later at it night. was later, but it was still light, light out, outside. Yeah. But um, there were no lights around. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think that if I can recall, that was my first blackout that I actually could remember, mm-hmm. and. Just the, the idea of just knowing that, you know, your refrigerator wasn't going to work. Like, there was no ice cream. Mm. You couldn't get ices. <laughs> Although, um, the next day, I do remember going um, to the supermarket because supermarkets at the time, um, I guess, were about family. <laughs> so, they were giving away things mm-hmm. because 
it was going to go bad anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't remember us going and getting ice cream, but um, yeah, it was hot and. I just remember, because I'm, I'm trying to remember. I don't know if Bertha was still living. But we've always had, uh, not a blended, but extended family. Like, I've always lived with Aunt Esther and Grandma and Granddaddy. And um, at some point in time, we did live alone for a while, but we ended up with Grandma's. But I'm just remembering, it was just, I don't remember it being unpleasant. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't remember it being like, oh, my gosh, you know, it's so hot. What were you going to do? It was kind of a, like almost exciting mm-hmm. because it was something that was new. Mm-hmm. It was something that was new. How old were you? Uh, 1977. Let's do the <laughs> math. I was 13. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It was It was interesting. Um, and you experienced the blackout in 2006. When we were over on Parsons Boulevard, mm-hmm. do you remember? And it was so, how, so how old, 2006, you were nine? I was 11. 11. Okay, wow. you were 11. I thought I was younger. You were 11, right. And we were over in Parsons, and I don't remember, and the lights went out, and people mm-hmm. were directing traffic in the street mm-hmm. because kind of, of the, the street lights went out. Mm-hmm. And I remember you was like, oh, you know, you wanted to watch TV. Well, I was like, uh, there's no electricity. And then same thing. is like, well, how are we going to eat? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> we will make a way. Um, and I think we actually went to the supermarket right up the street mm-hmm. and to get whatever supplies we could get that wasn't going to spoil. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I remember... Um I think it happened earlier in the day for us, that that one, 2006. Because um, I think I remember going to get gas. Because that was, like, something you do during a blackout. You, mm. like, go to get gas for, mm-hmm. I guess, because if you need electricity or mm-hmm. some, need to charge your phone, need to charge something, mm-hmm. then you would go to your car. So you mm-hmm. need to make sure your car has gas in it so you can use it. Um, so I remember going to get gas, and then I remember having to use... Not we didn't have cell phones or anything back then. Eleven years ago? I mean we did. I'm saying I didn't did. have a cell phone, but like it wasn't like as popular as no. it is now. But mm-hmm. I just remember having to like plug in the banana phone, I think. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, why did we have to do that? No, we didn't I remember plug in the, that. You yeah. plugged in the banana phone. Yeah. You don't remember no. that? No, because you weren't able to get any the land, the the like land, was it landline, still? landline. I don't remember something about plugging in the phone. That's all. That's what I remember. And then, yeah, I think um, I I realized because we actually lost power, um, like last month or something like that. The sh- our street mm-hmm. lost power. Mm-hmm. You don't Just realize mm-hmm. how much we rely mm-hmm. on something. We d- we rely on like, electricity so For much. Everything. We, we rely on lights so much. We it's like. Like you said, with the fridge, like things you don't think about, like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, like I'm not going to be able to freeze or hold mm-hmm. my food. It's mm-hmm. like you don't, at least for me, I don't realize how much we rely on stuff. And it's like it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Also, you don't realize how dark it can actually it's be really dark. Mm-hmm. when there's no there's light, no light. Mm-hmm. there's no light pollution. Oh, my goodness. I'm thinking back to like cavemen. Mm. Can you imagine before mm. fire? No, <laughs> before fire, they're walking around like in pitch black. And mm-hmm. then even if you had like a torch, that's not 
you can't see well you can see but it's not you you don't see projected like you right see when the lights you will are on, see like, like directly a couple of feet in, in front, front of you, of you mm-hmm. and that's it mm-hmm. and then f- f- the people who who needed glasses like us mm-hmm. as cavemen <laughs> oh gosh i want to survive well that's why we were not in the Caucasus <laughs> mountains <laughs> no but yeah i think what, do you, it, what does that have to do with anything well, you said we wouldn't we, we wouldn't be cavemen, is what I'm saying. Oh, but still, <laughs> you still couldn't see anything. <laughs> we still be well, blind. But I think then too, your eyes would adjust. You know, we we as humans adjust to our environment. So if a caveman was born in in the Caucasus Mountains and he was in his cave and it was dark all the time, his eyes would be adjusted to that that light. Yeah. So it's no. just like if you're sitting in, in your room and you turn off the light. Yeah. After a while, your eyes adjust and you can start seeing the things that are in your room. Yeah. So. No, I'm saying people like us who like. Well, I'm sure the near, caveman was nearsighted too. Nearsighted. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but imagine it's just harder for them. Harder for them than, than the other cavemen who have 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I, th- I, 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 I guess I'm missing the point. Yeah. That's why I'm, you're missing the point. You're missing the point. But yeah, it's just it's very interesting. And then when just going back to our Black History Spotlight, how how accidents and things he saw because mm. there was no light, there mm-hmm. was no traffic light, there was no way of directing, and um, it's just like you said, interesting about how much you depend on it because you don't think. I remember Superstorm Superstorm Sandy. Mm-hmm. Yes, get gas, you know, mm-hmm. because we that's how we were staying warm at some point because it was freezing. Mm-hmm. And that's how we also um, charged our cell phones. Mm-hmm. And that's how we also, you know, was, were able to get around. But, yeah, it's really important. Those things are really important. And then I, it, it makes me stop and think about just technology and, and living in the modern world. Because mm-hmm. even when I watch television, like I'm watching 1883, it's a really good mm-hmm. story about um, Migration West. Mm-hmm. And um, just the things that they had to go through. Mm-hmm. And I stop and think, like they didn't have phones. And even when I was watching Rain, which was back in the, the Kingdom Castle days, you know, they had to send a letter by horse and it would take like a week mm-hmm. or a month. And by the time they got the letter, if you was in trouble, <laughs> it's over. Yeah. So um, well, if you're in trouble, you shouldn't be sending a letter. Well, how well, is he going to get it? You can you do a carrier to, pigeon. No, you need to go to your neighbor and knock on their door. <laughs> well, the neighbors are the one. Well, again, when you it depends about, on the situation. Yes, because yeah. if they're in the castle, the neighbors are, are their, their, their people. Mm. And their people look to them for protection and for every, whatever else. Anyway, um, just what you depend on is just really interesting. Like, um, just like I said, electronics, mm-hmm. clocks. Cell phones, televisions, refrigerators. Mm-hmm. Those are like the biggest three. Like, <laughs> and, and even too, when, when the lights go out, sometimes when you lose power and the water is cold, mm-hmm. you have no hot water. It's, mm-hmm. it's nuts. Yeah, it is. We're it's spoiled. Nuts. Yes. <laughs> what is it called? First world problems? First world problems. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely a thing. Yeah, but the black when I think about it in the 70s, um, like, um, I'm just trying to remember myself at that, at that time. Mm-hmm. I know, um, we were still, um, I guess I was in junior high school. Mm-hmm. Um, about to go to high school. Yeah. 
Well, I started school late. Oh, okay. So, I think, I don't know how old was I was. I think I started, how old are you when you get into high school? 14. Yeah, I started late. I think I was 15, almost 16. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's just very interesting. It's all very interesting. And just thinking about, I'm trying, I can visualize where we lived. And um, we lived in a brownstone in the Bronx. And we, like, the steps going down would lead into our um, apartment area. And it was like a little courtyard in the front. And I remember, like, again, going outside, and a lot of people were out in the street mm-hmm. um, trying, you know, figuring out what was going on and seeing that the lights out and just having conversation. And during that time, it was more of a community, mm-hmm. more of a, you know, like your neighbors really taking care of you and telling on you when you did something bad. So, um, you know, I, I am remembering it. I just remember um, community and connection and people looking out for each other and and stuff like that. So that part was really good. And when I think about it, I don't don't remember bad stuff, but it was like, I'm sure at some point I was like, well, what are we going to eat? And (laughs) at some point it was was hot or or something like that. And I remember it being longer Mm -hmm. than two days, Mm -hmm. Um, but maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't. But what did I say? Amazi wanted to know why I said, spoke about where we were, how it impacted. Again, I I just remember the positive parts of it. You know, I remember being with family and not being, um, not being afraid. Mm -hmm. Um, And just laughing at Cindy because, you know, she thought she did it. Um, um, What kind of music were you listening to? So, again, you know, I was a, granddaughter of a Baptist minister. I didn't start listening to R&B music until I got into high school when I met, you know, all of my now lifelong friends. So I'm sure I was listening to something from the WABC radio. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, I mean, it wasn't like you had your record player because you couldn't plug it in. No, but we we had radios that had batteries in them. Right, that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. You had to listen to the radio. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um... It was, um, so it had to be either, you know, Three Dog Night or Helen Reddy or something, or something like that. What's um, Three Dog Night? <laughs> what group. is that? It was a group. Oh. I have to look, <laughs> I have to look it and up. They to sing see gospel music? No. So what it, do they sing? They sing, um, light rock. Oh, okay. Like, um, what is it? Soft rock, I oh. think is what it's called. I didn't listen, I, well, I wasn't totally listening to gospel music. I was listening to soft rock okay but rhythm r&b i didn't listen to until i got to to high school and i listened to gospel really pretty much just like on a tape or when mm-hmm. i was in church but um yeah so that's my recollection do you recall like anything from from the blackout i told you we, we had to get gas we had to plug in the phone um, I don't remember. Phone. I think it was it was quick for the 2006 one was quicker. So it was one day we didn't have to. I don't I think I remember, I guess now I'm thinking about it. Maybe what did, we went to sleep by candlelight, I guess. Mm-hmm. I remember lighting candles. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, like kind of before we knew it, it was over. I, I don't think we had to like figure out, you know, 
something to do. I mean, I guess we were bored, but I probably played with, you know, whatever toys I had Mm -hmm. and then went to sleep. I don't remember food. I don't really remember eating or anything like that, but I do remember... I just remember preparing again when it happened. Like, okay, well, what do we need to do? Let's go and do what we need to do, and then that was it. It's interesting because I'm reading from New York City data from Baruch College, and it said the Queens blackout of 2006 was one of the largest, longest blackouts to hit the New York City region. It began on July 17th and continued for eight days until power was restored on July 25th. The length of the blackout caused many problems for Queens residents and incurred an estimate amount of $188 million in damages, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I think that um, we, were, we were able to get hours back a lot earlier, sooner. Yeah, yeah, than the eight days. Because um, even with Superstorm Sandy. Um, yeah, I think our, we got our lights back in, in three days. It was like, yeah, maybe like one or I remember like maybe two. Well, we stayed here one night and tried to, to bear it. And it was freezing the next day because we put the oven on until that was done and then the next day I was like yeah we can't stay here and we went over to Janie's Mm -hmm. thank God for Janie hi Janie because one where we currently live it's and again with all things it's by grids Mm -hmm. so we had no lights but like two blocks over they had lights and three blocks over the other way yeah they had lights, so we were like, well, we're going to stay with Janie. And so we <laughs> stayed there for a day or two. Yeah, it was really cold. It was freezing. It was really cold. Uh, what, what, when was Superstorm Stand? What month? It had to be mm. in the beginning of the year. I was going to say, I think that most blackouts, mm-hmm. at least from my experience, have been in the summer or usually in the summer because people are running their ACs a lot more often mm-hmm. to use electricity and stuff like that. But not in the like colder months. Thank goodness, because can you imagine like blackouts in the colder months? Well, Superstorm Sandy was in a colder month. Yeah, because, but that, that was, was that one. And it was storm. October twenty second. October two thousand and twelve oh to November second, two thousand and twelve. Okay, yes. I don't know why I thought it was the beginning of the year. Okay, October. No. Wow, it was crazy. a Category three hurricane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a bit. But of a yeah, mess. I think if anything, it just shows us that we. We're, if if someone were to like just sabotage us and take out our, our electricity, we'd be screwed. <laughs> Basically. Okay, so hold on a minute. Superstorm so when was Superstorm Standing in New York? October 29th is when it, when it hit us. Okay, I mean around mm-hmm. that, ti- that time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's basically it. That's basically it. So I don't know if we did justice to Amazi's um, requests, but that's all we got. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's 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 all we got this episode. You guys got to give us more stuff or we're going to start running out of things to talk about. <laughs> Mommy doesn't want to talk about Kanye West and I don't know Kim anything about <laughs> them. Yeah, I don't. That thing it just doesn't do it for me. But we will talk about one of the things I want to talk about that came up in um, Sweet Magnolias is about communication, you know, and, and this also was something that Amazi suggested about communication in black families, you know, we were raised and it was actually interesting saying on this, this show, and they're not 
black but she's like you know keep your business mm. inside your own home mm. you know don't tell your, your your business outside the home and that was something I, I always heard you mm-hmm. know coming up so we're talking about just communication and, and aspects of that okay and for today's quote okay we go back to proverbs proverbs 14 verse 29 whoever is patient has great understanding but one who is quick tempered displays folly that's all we got guys thank you thank you guys for listening um we please like share subscribe again on everything facebook instagram email us text us call us um send us a letter (laughs) (laughs) um thank you guys so much for listening and we'll talk to you next time bye bye